Today, back live on Right Now Radio, we got Miss Camille in the field from Miss Creative Ambition. What time is it? Right now, we're live on Right Now Radio. Live on Right Now Radio. Let's go. Yeah. Remember that song right there? Who was that? What's the name of that song? That's Nelly. Air Force Nelly, One. You better know. You, you had some on I feel like there was a lot of people on that song. They made a remix with like eight people or something on it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, back back in my days of burning CDs, man, I had, I had all those. I ain't want to remix, have somebody in school. You know, man, that was, you know, man, that was a good time. That was a great time to be alive. But uh, I had, you know, man, I, you know, man, I had two pair, two pair of ones, you know, black and red, black and blue. I think, you know, man, like I thought I would nail it once. I had the band, you know, bandaid on my eye, dress on. Oh my on goodness! Back. Oh yeah. my goodness! <laughs> yeah, man, you can't tell me nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely was a sneakerhead back in high school, so I'm with you, you on that. You yeah. stop? Yeah. yeah. You know, I still got a, I still, I still got a few in my collection. You know, like I'm not how I used to be, but I, I'm all right. I stay relevant. Yeah. <laughs> and no, tell me, oh, uh, how do you use lines of code to turn your imagination into reality? Yeah, so that was a little spin on the words um, to describe what I do as a software engineer. Mm-hmm. So I love the work that I do because you're literally thinking about an idea or product or service that you want to create. And now in the digital world that we're in, it's usually going to be a digital product for a lot of companies. And so to be able to take that idea or that concept and then be able to write code for it and then be able to launch that code out to the world, out to millions, anyone with the internet connection can now Mm -hmm. buy your service, can now buy your product. So it's turning it from your imagination, your idea into reality, into something that's somewhat tangible um, (laughs) and definitely bring you a lot of money. Um, so I, I feel like that is a plus with having digital products is that you don't have to, you're not restricted to just who's local in, in, in your town or you don't have to travel with a physical product. You know, you can just send someone your URL or QR code and, and get it going. I love that about, you know, the QR code because, you know, I, I set up my uh, business cards like that. QR code to have my site podcast link attached to it. It's good because you don't have to carry like a stack of uh, material with you. USB drive, anything. It's all right there. Like that. So, I mean, what sparked your interest in pursuing software development? So, I started back in MySpace time. Um, It was kind of like MySpace and Black Planet was kind of popular. I want to say this was like 06, 07, 08 around Mm -hmm. then. Yeah. specifically for black planet like everyone had to have like or at least in my opinion like i wanted to have the best black planet page i wanted stars to like fall down like pink stars yeah. and black stars to fall down on the page <laughs> i wanted my music to start yeah. to like, enter the page i wanted a whole experience um wow. and the same That's with like myspace thing. and so uh-huh. it really came with like how can i make my page look better how can i customize it And at that time I had zero coding experience, but you know, just the easy Google search, uh, 
you would be able to find different snippets of code that you could copy and paste onto like the settings of Black Planet. There would be a part where you can paste, you know, code injections and things like that. Um, and same with MySpace. So I would just copy whatever someone else puts out there in the internet and I would paste it. And then I would customize it little by little. Like I'd be able to see um, if it said, you know, uh, for any of those of y'all who know like HTML, um, you'd have like a, uh, a paragraph and it would have like a, a little P tag. And they might, mm -hmm. back in the time, you were doing like inline styling. So it'd say color equals, and then like a hashtag or um, a hex code or, or mm -hmm. R RGB code or anything of that nature. Yeah, so like, like you said, you know, like... that, that was all the HTML, right? That wasn't like yeah. CSS with uh, MySpace and Black Planet, HTML mostly, right? It was a lot of HTML with like inline CSS at that point. It was definitely in line. So that's that was my first experience with styling. So like <laughs> you kind of got the gist of it just from looking right. at the text and knowing where you yeah. can change it. So so I mean like outside of designing your, your own personal web pages, what was the first project you took on to design for sale? Oh, you know, like I guess for school or maybe a customer. So after that. After like MySpace and Black Planet, I was super interested. So I started going to the Occupational Skills Center. Uh, mm. They call it OSC. Uh, it's kind of like where you spend half of your day in high school and half of the day at a, a occupational training center. So I went to that in order to get refreshed on like web pages and how to build them. Um, so that was kind of my first time like learning how to build like a, a fake website for a I think I called it Lemonade. It was just the fashion clothing line that I created a website yeah. for. Super yeah. fictional. Yeah. Um, and then after that, like Ooh. I would do like very simple pages for friends. They, you know, the pages were never launched or anything. I didn't know how to do all that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so they would man. just sit there. <laughs> <laughs> well, just, just imagine you launched those pages. Like, you know, like you could have some, some more income flowing in. Yeah, yeah, I could have got started yeah. real early. <laughs> yeah, I see. So about about like a, how old were you again? You said in high school, right? Yeah, I was like seventeen or eighteen, somewhere about yeah. that time. That's cool. That's cool. That that's really dope. So I mean, like you know, many people like to differentiate the importance of you know college education and just getting certification today, right? Some prefer certification over degrees, but I feel that in this industry your value will increase significantly by having both, you know, because as it's done for me, but what do you think is more important or you think they're equally important? Yeah. You know, I'm going to speak specifically for those who are interested in like it work. Um, even if we're really narrowing it down to um, coding work, I would say, I mean, you can just do a boot camp at this point and get, way far farther along the line like you wouldn't have to go to a traditional four-year college i will say that i will stress though those who did go the traditional route and went to a four-year college they you know just naturally have a lot more experience under their belt um they're probably well versed on a range of different topics um i see that those people tend to be more well versed in like um, back-end or it services as opposed to like what i'm in i do a lot more front-end work mm -hmm. um and so i will say like they do have that advantage because they spent more time and things but at this point 
the at least in America, they have such a shortage of uh, trained and skilled people that can fill these open roles that they are just looking for someone who can literally get going, get started, even if they're a junior level. They'll be mm -hmm. able to take you and just, you know, assign things that are more appropriate for someone at that level. But it still gets you in the door, gets you experience. You can, you know, work with coworkers to kind of level up your experience as you go along. Mm -hmm. so yeah, but see, you, can, yeah. you know, you know, add on what, what you were saying, you work with coworkers and see, you go to different networking events that we have in town. We have a place called the Lab on Dester. That's an incubator. So they host a lot of networking events, a lot of different workshops on coding they have code jams competitions they have also uh those uh chat those uh chat uh gpt seminars and you know uh how to how to obtain the right uh business grants as well but see you go to events like that you're going to meet many different professionals entrepreneurs who can also help you connect you to the right people as well so those are a lot of good things going for you but uh absolutely so like uh, like i said what are some of the best projects an application that someone can can use at home to begin uh developing apps. You know, like I say, you know, I like Swift for instance, you know, because it's very, very easy to use. And uh, what what do you recommend? Say like for like, I I know I, I know like GitHub is another. You have projects on there that you can use uh with Visual Studio Code too. Like I said, what what's some of the best sites you know to use for that? So some best websites a person can get started on or like get a project yeah. on for experience. Mm -hmm. I mean, definitely GitHub has a whole range of different projects, but for a, a true beginner, like a true, true beginner, maybe two year or two months of experience and less, even GitHub is pretty um, confusing. Even just learning yeah. how to yeah, like own the, Ooh. yeah, it's, yeah, cause it's, I, it's man, a lot. I, 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 I was lost on there. I got I got on a few months ago. And I was like, okay, like I'm gonna need some help. I yeah. need to start. <laughs> I need to start just you know some basic. I just want to do some basic yeah. lemonade calculator app right now to actually build myself up. You know what I mean? So yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So GitHub, I would even just wait a little bit more until you're actually okay. further along. Uh, but I would I would really recommend. Um, to go on, I think it's called freecodecamp.com. Uh, don't, you know, y'all just put it in the Google and, and search, okay. but okay. that one as well has a lot of different projects that will kind of, uh, guide you along the process, kind of hold your hand as you're building the pro, uh, the product, um, or yeah. the test page. Um, there's some other environments. I'm trying to think of the name of it. Um, it's essentially where you can build like React um, components without knowing how to use Visual Studio Code, without knowing how to use GitLab. Um, and I'll have to like give you those resources that we can like share yeah. out with everyone once I like yeah, find please. them. But please yeah, there's that. there's quite yeah. a bit of information out there. Um, and then mm -hmm. Leak Code, if someone like really wants to get into backend work, a lot of people use LeakCode.com. Um, and that really helps you spruce up your um, algorithms, your data structure, a whole bunch of the big money <laughs> yeah. Uh, disciplines. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, so, uh, you know, speaking of those, those sites, you know, you know, that's some good resource you just shared with us. But uh, how have you used chat GPT to generate Python code? 
Yeah. Ooh, my gosh. If I would have had chat GPT when I was learning how to code, y'all, I would have saved so much time. Really? So I, I, love, I mean, because say, you know, even with Python, um, I use Python maybe 10% of the time in my day-to-day -day work. Uh, and so with that, I'm not as well versed in all the syntax and, you know, making sure it's right. So I use chat GPT as an expert kind of, and I code along with ChatGPT, so we go back and forth <laughs> yeah. and ChatGPT can help me like if I'm stuck on an error, uh, Python is like not compiling my stuff and I'm, I'm stuck on an error, I just send ChatGPT my error code and it just comes up with the solutions like instantly. That's I did not have that when I was learning. So I would have to fight the errors and look on Stack mm -hmm. Overflow and look on the internet and it's time because to that's you know, you know, that's where I learned, you know, coding from C Sharp, Java, uh, Visual Studio. Okay, I was I think I learned that in 2010, but still, you know, that that's how I learned. Going through line by line, trying to find those commas, extra spaces that shouldn't be there, and they're sometimes very hard to find. You think you've done everything you could possibly do. I want to find that. There it is. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And just like you said, if it's a comma or an extra space, like that's so yeah. frustrating if you took you and it, know, 30 it be minutes an hour just to look for that. It could be anywhere. It could be in the beginning, in the middle, right right after that last bracket. You like, really? That I mean that 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 held the program up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's crazy. Chat GPT can really, really help speed up everything. <laughs> <laughs> I was just wondering, so like uh, you know. You know, you know that's great too. But like, how, like, how do you refrain from getting distracted with taking on multiple projects? Oh my gosh, you're you're asking a person who works a lot. Uh, yeah, yeah. But I mean, you know, right. <laughs> I really have to ask myself: Does this project align with uh, me, myself, my my brand? Does it? Do I see a good return on investments for this project? Is it a good time for this project? Or is it something I can hold off on in the future? Kind of like prerequisites. Do I need to finish a few other projects before I work on this bigger project? Priority. Um, so it just pretty really much. has to be in align alignment. Mm. Priority, pretty much. Yes. Pretty much. Uh, mm. Now that that's a good one. Because uh, you know, you know, that's really good you said that because you know, people work a lot. Cause I myself work a lot as well. Uh <laughs> so I, I thought, you know, it'd be really good to ask you that. Because, you know, we have to manage those things so we, you know, we don't get burnt out from doing the things we love. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, and that is like one benefit with Chat GBT. Um, and this is what I'm gonna be speaking about in a uh, upcoming um summit. I'm going to be speaking about how to use ChatGPT for project management. And one wow. of the things I'm going to be discussing is you can literally give ChatGPT a list of things you need to do, maybe in a week, in a quarter, whatever. And ChatGPT yeah. can provide you a schedule, an agenda, a calendar. Like here, spend this much time on this. And it, because of its reasoning, at least for ChatGPT 4, because of how good its reasoning is, it can know what's priority based on what you're feeding it. And even things like, you know, cook dinner for my husband, cook, do this, <laughs> like just whatever you need to do, give it yeah. all to ChatGBT and it will create a schedule for you that's prioritized, it's time blocked, all of these different things so that you can stay on track. And it does it in like yeah. three seconds, so. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's cool. I mean, I'm starting to learn. I'm, I'm not so afraid of AI or uh, chat anymore. 
Yeah. And you know, being a network engineer, I have had a chance to manage wireless controllers. And you know, my next question for you is that how can we make money using Wi-Fi? How does that work? Okay, so Wi-Fi money is what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Why the Wi-Fi so, money? I like where you put that. That's that's really touching into um what I was speaking about earlier with those digital products. Um so Wi-Fi money, I consider that to be digital products. We have people who are selling um, online courses, people who are creating um, books online through Amazon is like the biggest one right now. You can create a book, just upload illustrations, whatever text, and it will bundle it and do all this stuff and ship it out. You know, you really kind of hands off. Um, and then as well with Wi-Fi money, um, people are even selling like prompts right now. So those things that you're feeding to ChatGPT to get answers back. People are just putting it in a PDF. They're selling it for $4, $20, depending on how good it is and how many prompts it is. Um, mm. So there's a lot of ways to create Wi-Fi money and you just create it once, put it out there in the world, and then people just buy it whenever they find your stuff. And the more niche you can do it, or if you already have a big following, I mean, you're, you're in there to just start getting money while you sleep that's that's why mm. i money wow man that, that that's good to know i'm gonna definitely be looking into that more myself but you know as we discuss new technologies like chat gpt and, and ai uh what type of jobs on the market you know you know that uh actually you know utilize those technologies like how can a person on the entry level you know uh, get those jobs yeah so right now there is a few job boards i mean they're pretty mainstream i think um pocit uh people of color and technology um they as well have a job board and they've been posting whenever it comes available different jobs for like i think they call it like an ai engineer um and those i believe are specifically people who are actually building the technology with ai or building on top of it and then you have jobs listings for prompts engineer. And those are, I believe, don't quote me y'all, but I believe those are the people who actually create what the um, ask is of ChatGPT, like the, the prompt, the input. So ChatGPT can then calculate it and give them back uh, appropriate response because that's super important. Uh, if you wanna be able to use ChatGPT efficiently, you gotta know how to put in the right search parameters, just like Google. You know, you gotta be pretty specific so it can give you back what you're <laughs> looking for. Yeah, yeah, I see. Uh, so before you found your niche in coding, what did you want to be? Uh, what you what you originally want to be? Uh, after you grew up? Oh my goodness. Uh, it's it's kind of cute, but I used to say I wanted to be a. Uh, I think I was calling it a veteran but I really meant a uh, veterinarian, a person that works with oh, animals, veterinarian. Okay. <laughs> but I couldn't, I didn't know how to pronounce it at five years old. So I was like, I want to be a veteran. Uh, but <laughs> no, that's I cool. really wanted to that's care cool. for animals. <laughs> oh man. I see, you know, we, we need more people in the world like you who have love, love for animals. And I think, you know what, you, you know what, you, you, you would have made a great vet. Great vet. <laughs> hey, so as I see you, you had, you had that good love and spirit about yourself. But uh, you can hang out with anybody, say one historical figure. It could be Miss Catherine Johnson from Hidden Figures or Michelle Obama. Uh, who would it be? 
Ooh, historical. You, know, you, you, you pick anybody, by the way. It don't, it don't have to be those two. Be anybody. Yeah. You pick any, you know, any historical figure that you probably like. Daphne you know. E. Jones. Daphne E. Really? Jones. Yeah. Uh, she uh, is a big, she? big technology tycoon. Um, mm. She was speaking on Chief.com recently, and I just love what she had to say. I loved her aura. I just loved her business astute. I have a picture of her on my wall here because I'm going to meet her one of these days. Oh, man. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. You know, you know, for me, it would be Barack Obama. I would picture him on my wall in there. Uh, and <laughs> we, we all we also share the same birthday, uh, August fourth. Wow! Yeah, Leo. yeah, and then, oh, yeah. Goodness. And you know, one, one of one of my biggest dreams is to play play him one on one in basketball. Oh, that's right. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that's play. Yeah, yeah. So you know, man, I you know I uh, I've been wanting to do that for quite some time now. But yeah, you know, he's just one of those men. Very professional. I always love the way he spoke and the way he carried himself and handled mm -hmm. the pressure of actually running this country. Exactly. And I, I thought I thought he handled it well. Yeah. So you know, just being a, a very strong saying. leader. Yeah. Very very strong leader. Um, I guess like uh, what is something you know, you know, you know what was a common myth that you think people misunderstand about us te technology professionals? Like I said, well, what's the common myth you think they misunderstand about us? Oh, I, so I'll give you two. Um, yeah. For sure, I hear that we are just geniuses. And we're just <laughs> like, you guys are genius. I couldn't do nothing like that. I'm like, you can't. Yeah, well, we actually you. are. We actually are geniuses. I but, feel like I mean, anyone can still learn. Human. Yeah, we're still human, just, too. Yeah. Just like learning a new language. Like, you just practice, I practice, get it. practice. And... A new recipe and a thing, you know. And then the second one I would say is that um, I think a lot of times they think we're supposed to be um, quiet, nerdy, like super, yeah. oh, like yeah. socially yeah. awkward a lot of the time. Yeah. Yeah. And if yeah. we're not I've socially awkward, then it's like, are you sure you're a technologist? A like, I've got kind of a like, you sure you really cold? Like, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I, I can say like early on in my career, that's how they expect me to be, just quiet and in the corner, just... You know, secluded. I'm like, that's not that's not me. I got I, I like being around people. I like to meet people. So, you know, and I'm just very curious for for knowledge. You know, that's why I, I enjoy working in tech. It allows me to use my creativity. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's so, exactly you know, what I love about this field. It allows me to use my creativity. You know, it's not to have to stick to one formula. I can use that formula and use it my way, and it's gonna work, mm -hmm. or your way. It's gonna work. <laughs> I love the, for sure with the creativity and i love that it gives a lot of people freedom uh to mm -hmm. kind of work on their own schedule and work at yeah. night work in the day yeah. work mm -hmm. at home you know it's a lot of freedom <laughs> with it man so like with all the time you invested in software development how do you keep up with all the current trends i mean because there's so many out there now i mean i mean like what would you recommend to our entry-level professionals, too, who just get started and might not be aware of all the tools yet? What do you recommend to them, Ms. Camille? So I'm going to say, because <laughs> I am a, I learn best by doing hands-on things as opposed to just reading or watching a video once. Like, I really right. need to uh, apply it. So for me, it's like, okay, I may watch a, you, I, I, I do love watching YouTube tutorials because I am visual as well. So I watch a YouTube tutorial and I'm going through the tutorial with them on my, you know, my terminal and also 
uh, developing it as I go. Um, and as well, on-the-job experience is really the best, too. And you can even work with... Um, so when you do get your first uh, job, you're going to see, especially if you're in like software development, you're going to see a lot of different pull requests. They're essentially people needing other people to review their code uh, to make sure it looks good, it's accurate. And so that's your opportunity to even look at people's codes in different languages like Swift or Java that you may not know, just so you can start getting familiar with the syntax awesome. and all these different things awesome. as you're, yes. you're looking. Um, so there's there's always so many different opportunities. The meetups, of course, like you were saying earlier in the call, mm -hmm. that's super helpful. And then right. there's been times in the pandemic where I, you know, linked up with other people that I knew who were wanting to build this uh, app. And I just, you know, had time and I wanted yeah. to work on the app. And that app was a decentralized app. So it was all about uh, put it on the blockchain technology. I had no clue what that was about. So I was like, yeah, yeah I'll help you. I recently uh, <laughs> learned about blockchain. I recently just learned about blockchain myself, you know, you know, kind of picked up on it. You know, I learned that, you know, it's another powerful tool. So, you know, Wi-Fi money, chat GPT and AI, definitely three technologies that I'm going to, uh, you know, start uh, investing more time into. But I see it's really cool and you know it it, it does it does a lot of work for you mm -hmm. um have you had a chance to work with the uh work with the metaverse yet Ooh, so not specifically i mean i guess i don't know i've been like in the metaverse in a sense um i attended guap coin uh their summit was um like two weeks ago from tavana evans you can find her like crypto diva um, she has a lot of information out there, especially for those in the diaspora that want to get into this and just don't know how she's like really teaching people like how to get into the metaverse and how to get in early so you can make that Wi-Fi money. <laughs> <laughs> wow, <laughs> man, that's cool. But tell you, you know, uh, as we begin to wrap up, like what's like one story that your family tells about you whenever you, you, you uh, introduce them to someone? Oh, it's a funny story, you know. You know, we all have it. We might they might drop some you did when you were a kid. Like, mom, what you why you say that? What are you doing? <laughs> oh my gosh! You know, I, honestly, I would say it's my daughter. A lot of the time, she's five years old. She has a lot to say. Yeah, I'm telling people this is my mommy. She makes a lot of money. I'm like, what? You just gonna put me out like? <laughs> And for her dad, she said, this is my dad, and he's really strong. I'm like, okay, girl. <laughs> but, you know, they also said kids are very honest, too. So, mm -hmm. hey. <laughs> Into existence. I'm okay. Yeah, they do. Yeah, you know, they, they probably, probably a, little, a little too honest. So <laughs> Yeah, she said some things. I was like, look, honey, we got to discuss. This is private information. Man, that's funny. <laughs> but tell us, uh, how can how can everybody find you on you know social media, website? What's the best way to contact you? Yeah, so the best way, uh, Instagram at camillehall.js for JavaScript, yeah. and then as well LinkedIn, Camille Hall, based in Austin, Texas, at the time. Um, for any of those you who are going to be in the Atlanta area for essentially Memorial Day, I think. It's like May 28th to June 1st. I'll be at the Render ATL conference. Um, oh, okay. Big conference I saw for those coders Ooh. and whatnot. You're going to be there. I saw it on Instagram. 
Yes, I'll be a okay. brand ambassador, so I'll be up there. Y'all can check me out in person. Might try to try to make my way to that conference. Yeah, okay. They're giving out free tickets still. The sponsors are Carrot. Oh, that's a Jesus. that is a big resource for any of those. I should have dropped them earlier for anyone. Yeah want to learn how to be a software engineer and they are of the diaspora the african diaspora you can go to uh, brilliant black minds through carrot they will help you um, learn how to code better uh, they will pair you with free coders around the globe 24 7 access to them for free because they are trying mm -hmm. to raise the number of black software engineers in, in america right now so definitely check them out they're stamp approved by serena williams so yeah. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. Serena, Serena's another a powerful figure for you to meet too. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Man, Camille, thank you for sitting down with with me. You know, me today and you know talking about sharing 